Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Thank you so much for joining me on the Salon Owners Collective podcast. Now, the difference between successful people and very successful people is that very successful people say no to almost everything. Now, that's just not my opinion. Warren Buffett said that. So I remember when I didn't know I should or that I could say no to things. Does this resonate? It didn't really cross my mind to say no or that I could or that I couldn't fit it all in. I just kept going and adding more and more to my never ending list. And as a business owner and a mother, or even actually when I wasn't a mother just yet, uh, and just an employer, uh, you get lots of requests to do things and to add things to your list. And it never occurred to me to say no, I couldn't. I thought I was a planner and I did plan, of course, but I didn't know my limits, I think, or understand that I even needed them. I actually think I thought I was superwoman, not because I had an ego about it, but just because I just didn't think about it. I just didn't think about it deeply enough that I couldn't do everything. And the more that I felt obligated to do all the things that I needed to be done, you know, like my business needed to me to do what it needed me to do and my kids needed me to do what they needed and my team needed what they needed and they needed it now of course and of course my clients needed me too and I remember flying back for 24 hours from Europe arrived back in New Zealand at midnight which means by the time you check out and all the things you get to bed at 2am and then I turned up the next morning at nine o'clock for my client because she wanted me to now that's crazy wait, what? <laughs> I'm a stressed out maniac and I'm letting people down and I didn't know how to solve the hole that I was in. Letting people down left, right and centre means that you're dropping balls and struggling to keep them up in the air, all while committing and saying yes to more and more out of, out of a sense of uh, not wanting to let people down. Like that was, that's a, It's a really important uh, value, I guess, of mine. I don't want to let people down. I always want to follow through on the things that I say I will follow through on. So luckily, I'm a learner and I refuse to stay stuck in a hole for too long. And I started to realize that I was, in fact, my own worst enemy. It wasn't that other people were too demanding. Well, they probably were, but in fact, it was me that let them do that. I needed to make a drastic change in how I was managing my life and thus the lives of others. Because of course, as an employer and as a mother and a business owner, we are responsible for so many other lives. I was already great at delegation. I was already great at management, but I was not good at saying no. And uh, at removing that sense of urgency around getting shit done. And I discovered actually, not that long ago, that actually that sense of urgency, that sense of my list is so big and I have to get to it, actually is a form of anxiety. I would not have known that at the time that I was just consciously anxious. 
So the skill then is to learn to be realistic and learning to protect ourselves first so we can serve others. Fiercely protecting our time, I think, is our number one go-to resource or strategy uh, as a salon CEO if we want to join the ranks of highly successful people, not just average success, highly successful people. And just remember, every time you say yes to something, you're actually saying no to something else. So in order to protect our time, then we have to learn to say no. And learning when we can't possibly fit another thing in. Like what, when you are full, when, do, when are you actually full? And learning to be realistic about um, all the things, you know, learning to be realistic and to do all the things without stress and anxiety, because I think stress and anxiety is a huge roadblock for us as business owners. And when we can say no to stress and anxiety, which means saying no to all the things, which means learning to be realistic and prioritizing doing a good quality job is an art to say no, in fact. But it's more than just learning to say no, it's saying no to the things that don't fit right now and saying yes to the things that will move me or the business forward and then planning forward to when can I and should I do some of those things? So it's not just about saying no to everything blanketly. What am I saying yes to? And being really intentional about that. The goal for us all should be to make sure that we're turning down the right things and the right people, but in the right way. After all, an honest no, I think, is better than a dishonest yes. Would you agree? And if you don't protect what matters to you, guess what? Nobody else will. That's why I wanted to talk to you about uh, how to say no. So you can say no without causing any hurt feelings. And I mean your feelings as well as those around you, right? It's not just about those around you. It's about protecting our own feelings, our own feelings of responsibility and anxiety. Because uh, let's be honest, saying no is tough. It's tough in business. It's tough in relationships. And it can make life tough. But I truly believe for you to step up in, into your full potential as a salon CEO, as a business owner, as your role as CEO, and to truly re reach your goals, you have to pick and choose what you will spend your finite time on. Like it's the one thing that is not renewable. Yes, you get a new day tomorrow, but you never get it back. It's finite. There's the same amount. You have the same 24 hours in the day as Beyonce. You've heard me talk about her before. I think I love her. <laughs> and I believe it should be the things that actually move the needle, the things that make an impact and move you towards your goal. So if you're clear about what your goal is, then you can be clear and intentional about what fits with that. And not at random, floating through the wind, randomly saying yes to the things that float by your nose. So next time an employee, a friend, a family member asks you to add something to your already full plate that does not align with who you are as a person, where you're going at this point in time in your life, or point to where you're going in your future, you can politely pass with confidence. So what should I be saying no to? Well, I think the first thing that we need to uh, unpack is social invitations. So. Just recently, in one of my coaching calls in the Salon Mastery group, somebody is trying to do a big move. They're trying to change a big rock inside of their business. And they're like, something's got to give if I'm ever going to get this project 
going, then something's got to move. Something's got to give because otherwise it's never going to see the light of day. Because I think too often we try to fit in our big rocks, our big moves, our strategic moves, the big changes that are going to really make a change inside of our business. And then we are fooled into thinking we can fit it in between our other life. And I think that's wrong. Something has to, something has to go in order to make room for something new. Like I remember when I got married 10 years ago and my husband said, we got engaged the night before and the next morning at breakfast, he said to me, okay, well, you can go and, uh, you can go and plan a wedding now. He probably said, we, it wasn't about me. <laughs> it's not the point. <laughs> and I kind of went, oh, ah, right. Funnily enough, I clearly didn't expect to start planning a wedding at that moment. <laughs> it was not in my quarterly plan or my annual plan at that time. And we stepped forward into planning this massive wedding on top of an already full plate. We were into property development. I had a massive team of 30 people. I had, uh, we had a three-year-old baby. Like, what the heck? Maybe it was two and a half. And we thought, because really we wanted to get married before we had our next child. That was the goal. So we needed to slip it in there somewhere. But at no point did we go, okay, so if we're going to prioritize the wedding, what are we not going to do this year? Shall we pause the property development? Shall we not grow any bigger in the business this year? Shall we put a, a different person in to manage and so I can step right back and like, what? We didn't do that. I didn't have the foresight to do that. We just powered forward and added a wedding on top of an already busy plate. So I'm not saying don't get married. <laughs> but what I am saying is that you need to be intentional. And when you say yes to something, what are you saying no to? And so one of those things, if you've got a big rock in your business, or you've got a big move that you want to make, or even just the little moves, what are you going to say no to? Now, sometimes it's the social invitations that we might choose to say no to. And so I want to, you to think about like, if you think about this, the five people that you spend the most time with in your life are going to predict the success of your future. Like the net, uh, the net worth or the social standing or the success of the five people that you spend the most time with in your life are going to predict the likelihood of your future. You're not likely to rise above those five people. So with that being said, you've got to think carefully about whose social invitations are you saying yes to and who are you saying no to? Not just about those five people, but also uh, social invitations are time consuming. What are you, when you go out one evening or on a Sunday or on a Monday, what are you saying no to by engaging in that social activity? Now, for example, I know for me, sometimes I say no to um, coffee with a girlfriend because I've got a big project on and I know if I get that done, that's going to move the needle in my business or in my family or for whatever it is, right? And I, I, I love and uh, love my friends dearly, but I manage that. So here's an example. And don't, don't laugh, but, but I mean, this is the reality of it, right? If you want to be hugely successful, this is what, these are the things that we do. I don't do more than two evening events in any given week, partly because of my, of my um, past, my uh, family responsibilities leave pass, right? My husband and I take turns putting our children to bed. We have a routine around that. Um, it takes a long time for us to put our kids to bed because we choose to spend one-on-one -on -one time with them at that time. It started when they're young and we like to keep that, we like to keep that going. So it's a bit of a, 
a rigmarole, we have turnabouts, so we both also have a life outside of our children and we can have some quiet time. So while I put the kids to bed, Ian goes and does his thing. Maybe he watches his favorite program. Maybe he goes into the garage and tinkers with his cars, whatever. Likewise, if I've got a coaching session on that evening or if I go out to dinner with a girlfriend, I do two in a week because then it doesn't interrupt Ian's choices. It means I prioritize the time that I spend with my children and I don't erode that. Uh, but also, I'm protecting my energy levels to make sure that any more than that, I get exhausted, especially if I'm doing something social and have a wine or two, you know, um, I need to protect my energy levels throughout the week so I can show up to be the best CEO I can inside of my business and show up and be the best coach that I can for my uh, salon owners, all of those things. So that's kind of like, it's a little checkbox that I can keep tabs on knowing that I'm protecting myself. So when it uh, actually just happened this week, my girlfriend said, let's go out. Uh, but by the time she got to me, I had two weeks planned with my, my evening events were planned. And I said, look, no, I can't do it this week because three just pushes me over. Let's do it the following week. She's like, great. Means I've got a, got a social life booked for the next three weeks, which is pretty nice. But <laughs> um, it's not about me per se. It's about setting some boundaries and limits to what you can and you can't manage, having some structure around that, choosing who you will say yes to and no to. And if you've got a community of people that are negative Nancy's and they pull you down, then are you making a good choice by saying yes when they invite you out? Or uh, would you prioritize a community that lifts you up, that speaks your language and understands you and prioritize spending time with them? Maybe you choose to not prioritize negative Nancy and instead spend the evening on a project that you've been trying to get done for months and just commit to getting it done. Do you know, I know living a life of freedom and profit means that you, um, the goal is not to overwork, but sometimes you just got to get shit done. If it means working from once you put the kids down from eight till midnight, then get it done. It's not forever. It's not every week, but sometimes we have to say no to social invitations to prioritize what it is that we want in our lives and choosing activities that lead us towards our goal. Like for me at the moment, I'm prioritizing activity, physical activity uh, over drinking, over events that mean drinking more wine. <laughs> Don't you worry. I love to, I love a good glass of wine, but I keep it in moderation. So I can have energy for activity because that's important to my mental and physical well-being. And I can't be a great salon CEO uh, I can't be a great CEO, I don't have a salon anymore, if I don't prioritize that. So, uh, what, how, can we, how can we say no? How can we deflect people kindly and say politely and pass on events with confidence? So here's an idea. So someone says, come out drinking with us. And you know that they're a bunch of negative Nancys. You always have a drink and go home later than you, than you wish. Then you can say, hey, look, that sounds like a great idea, but knowing my schedule, I won't be able to follow through. Thanks for asking, though. And notice I said thanks for asking. Didn't say, hey, next time, because maybe you don't want to do next time with them. I know that I have often outgrown social environments, actively chosen to outgrow them. All right, what about something like, hey, that sounds like a great, great event. I'd normally love something like that, but I'm already overcommitted. Thanks again for thinking of me. So I think... An honest no is better than a dishonest yes, or even a dishonest no, like honestly. <laughs> All right, what about family favors? Come on, we know that in the industry that we're in, 
family always ask us for favors. Can you cut my hair? Can you bring your scissors when you come over? Can you help me move my kids? Can you babysit my kids? Uh, well, first of all, you've got to think, is this a reci reciprocal relationship? If I do this, what am I getting out of it? Is it one way? If they're going to pay me to cut their hair, is, do I need that money versus what I, else I could do? Do I actually want to be cutting hair at home? Probably not, if you're like me. <laughs> um, do you actually have the time? What are you saying no to if you say yes to this? Right? So how do we say no, especially when it's our family? It's a tough one. But we can train our, uh, our family, even our closest loved ones, over time to understand by changing our language about what's, what we actually do and what's important to us, right? So you can say something like, oh, what a great idea, moving house, babysitting, or great that you're going out. Now, I always block out my Sunday nights for my family, or maybe it's for your business or whatever night that it is. I always block out my Sunday nights for my family, for my family time. However, uh, however. Oh, let me say that again. I always block out my Sunday nights for family time. However, I really protect that. I hope that your event or your, your house move or whatever it is, is a big success for you. Like you, you can say, uh, do you notice I never said no in there? I can't. I didn't make an excuse. But the, ex or the, the priority was clear. And it wasn't because I was busy doing some other thing that was a more important. Uh, activity like some fake event that we were going to no I actually prioritize my family and I really protect that because do you know what I think people respect that do you know who's going to argue with you well they shouldn't mm -hmm. all right what about something like hey um, okay can you cut my hair can you do my skin whatever it is can you give me a massage can you wax me at home like honestly anywho uh, what about something like oh I think so much for asking me I can't carve out time right now for this uh, my time is already way over committed why don't you go ahead and book at the salon here's the link so you can book it online I know and trust the team will take good care of you Okay, so first of all, you, you're saying that your time is overcommitted. First, you're being polite. Thanks for asking me. Second, you're saying your time is overcommitted. And then you're giving them a good suggestion. Why don't you go ahead and book in the salon? Here's the link. Make it super easy. You're being super helpful. And then give them some trust that you actually know that the team will take good care of you. You, didn't ha you don't have to say anything more than that, right? Okay, what about work-related requests? You know, that your team ask or suggestions that come flying your way or demands or needs the people that want you to do things for them that, that they need and think that's urgent. But they're not things that are on your quarterly plan. They're not urgent. They're not a priority. They might be a priority in their mind, but you know that it's going to take you off course. You know that it's going to stop you from getting the things done inside of your business that you need to do to move the needle and the greater good for everybody. So all you need is some good language and some suggestions that you can say no without saying no. You can do it politely and feel good about it. So what about something like...
something like, that sounds like a smart idea. Now, let me put that on our future ideas board. We don't have the bandwidth to add anything more this quarter, but let's review it for the next one. Thanks so much for taking the initiative to bring up new ideas. Like you want to encourage them to, to bring forth initiative and new ideas and, and you want them to trust that you've got, like you appreciate that and that their ideas aren't crazy. You're just going to park it on the Ford planning ideas, but it's just not in line with what's happening at the moment. We're full. Or something like, hey, that sounds like a great idea. Let me put that on the future ideas board. It's not in line with our current direction or objectives of the business, but let's keep it on the future ideas board and we'll review it sometime in the future. Thank you so much for taking the initiative to bring up new ideas. Like we want to encourage this because sometimes they're going to have a great idea and you may or may not choose to put it on this quarter's uh, plan. All right, what about, oh, thanks so much for thinking of that idea. I'm afraid if we take that on though, uh, it'll just take us away from our current goal of X, Y, and Z. Uh, thanks for taking the initiative to bring up new ideas. Okay, so I hope that helps, right? You, um, how you rephrase and respond to things is everything, even when you're feeling a little flustered and overwhelmed, right? It's a good idea to have a future ideas board, <laughs> by the way. And also the other thing is remember you don't have to give a response right now or straight away either. You, uh, you have permission to think about it and just tell them that. Take your time to, to construct your answer or your response. If you truly don't know, rather than just respond yes or no right now, say, hey, that's a great idea, let me think about that. But also if you do that, make sure you do think about it and come back to them and say that yes, it is a good idea or no, it's not a good idea. Yes, it's a good idea, but it won't be until quarter three. No, it's not a good idea. Right now it's on the future ideas board. So if you're going to say that, make sure you close the loop and do come back and give them an answer. Uh, you don't have the right to, uh, you don't just have the right to say no, you have the responsibility to say no. Responsibility as a leader, as a business owner, as an employer, as a mother, as a wife. And if you don't protect your time, guess what? Nobody else will. You'll end up floating around at the whim of everybody else's brain farts, ideas, and thoughts. And this is how you don't reach your destination. Just because you can do something does not mean that you should. It's taken me a lifetime to learn this lesson. <laughs> so I want to give it to you now, save you the pain and heartache. Uh, no, in itself, is a complete sentence. You actually don't need to need an excuse, you don't need to explain it, you don't need to justify it or apologize for it, but it is nice to be polite, right? And think about your response. Because at the end of the day, you can't complain about that which you permit. And if you say yes when you really should have said no, and later you feel overwhelmed, stressed, exhausted, uh, anxiety, then you really can't complain about it because you haven't learned the skill of how to say no, right? Uh, boundaries aren't really about saying no, they're about saying yes to what's important to you and that align with your focus and your direction, whatever it may be, business, personal, whatever. Okay, so with that, with your new permission to say no, go forth and protect what is one of the most important ingredients, ingredients to your success, protecting your time and what you allow into your life. Say no more often in order to smash your goals more quickly. All right, that is a wrap for today. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to connecting with you again next week.
Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.